You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. The fight for sight, um, by sight I mean spiritual sight. There's a fight. You need to fight for spiritual sight. There's a kind of fight that is important for you to engage in. One of the efforts of the enemy is to ensure that you do not see. Are you following me? He wants you to fight blind. Can you imagine fighting? You're in a battlefield and you are given the ammunition but you can't see. And you're supposed to fight. That's what he wants. So you need to fight to be able to see. So that you you cause more damage (laughs) to the enemy. Amen? There are things that the enemy... Listen, if your eyes are open, the enemy is afraid. If you are someone that your spiritual eyes open, the enemy will be scared of you. Why? Because he knows that if you, if you can see, then you will always hit the target. Okay? So many Christians don't realize the importance of spiritual sight. They don't realize that it's important. Even, even, even though the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight, but what he's talking about there is not natural sight. He, I mean, he's not talking about spiritual sight. He said we walk by faith, right? Because faith is believing what you don't see. It has to do with believing what you don't see. Am I correct? Yeah. But you see, they, it doesn't mean that your faith should be blind. Your faith should not be blind. As a matter of fact, you might not see naturally, but you should see spiritually. It's God's will for you to see. Nobody should be spiritually blind. Hallelujah. When you look at the lives of the heroes of faith, one of the things that is common to them all is the ability to see the unseen. To see the invisible. So if you don't desire it, if you don't fight for it, if you don't pursue it, if you don't ask for it, you won't get it. Are you following me? Yes. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11. We start from there. But I'm telling you, this is one of the things, this is one of the areas where the enemy really is scared. Because we know Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But It's the evidence of things not seen in the natural. 
Not necessarily in the spiritual. So, um, you might not see it in the natural, but it does not mean it's not there. Let's look at um, verse 13. Same Hebrews 11. It says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having what? Seen them huh? afar off, were assured of them. You see, they saw the promises. They did not obtain the promises, but they saw. They saw the promises. How did they see it? They saw it in the spirit. They saw it in the spirit. They did not receive it. They did not live long enough to experience it. But they saw it. They saw it afar off. It was still afar off, but they saw it. Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day. When did he see his day? Huh? You remember that scripture in the book of John? Huh? Yeah, when he was talking to the Pharisees, he says, before Abraham was, I am. And they wanted to stone him. He says, Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day. How did Abraham see it? He saw it by faith. He saw it in the spirit. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? Hmm? Look at that. John 8, 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. So this guy thought, this guy is out of his mind. He's only 30 years old and we know Abraham lived hundreds of years before him, yet he says that Abraham saw his day. How? He saw it in the spirit. So this is one fight that many Christians have not been able to fight. The fight for sight. And you better fight and win this fight. Amen? Yeah. You can't live your life just looking at the things that are happening all the time. It's just what is in the natural. That's all you are aware of. There is a whole world in the spirit that you need to engage with. Abraham rejoiced. He saw the day that Jesus, the Lamb of God, will be offered. Are you getting me? Yes. He saw the day. On that day on um, Mount Moriah, when he offered Isaac, he saw that God was going to offer his son. Yes. He saw that God was going to provide for himself a lamb. And he rejoiced. 
as a covenant friend of God, he saw that I have given my best to God. He saw that God was going to give his best. By faith. So, faith is not blind. Faith has sight. Faith has sight. If you are going to walk, if you are going to be strong, if you are going to be effective... In this day and age, you need sight. Okay? You need sight. You need to see what nobody can see. You need to see possibilities where nobody can see. You need to see opportunities where no one can see. Are you getting my point? Yeah, your eyes must be open. You need to ask God to open your eyes so that... And people walk past opportunities every single day. But God can open your eyes as you're walking. Everybody's walking past it. You just see and say, yeah, this is it. You won't miss it. You won't miss it. Hmm? Many people have walked past their spouses without seeing. Single people, your eyes need to open. A lot of men are blind. They can't even see. If I didn't pray, I wouldn't have seen. It worked for me. Hallelujah. Then God opened your eyes. Then you see, this is for me. This, 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 this job, this is the job for me. This is the opportunity for me. You will see it, I'm telling you. God will show you. God will show you this is the person I need to work with. But everything, we're living just by natural. So you just calculate and look, uh, you put things together. You, 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 can't, you can't see the heart of man. I didn't know people you thought were angels, you discovered were beasts. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Because you, can't, you couldn't see. So faith, these heroes of faith, one thing that was common to them was that they could see the promises of God afar off. They could see afar off. So the ability to see is vital in our walk with God. And that is why Satan will do everything he can to ensure that we do not see. He can use, he, he uses different tactics to ensure that we, we do not see. Hmm? And I want you to make up your mind and say, I'm not going to be a blind believer. I'm not going to be a blind follower. Yes, you shouldn't. It's not God's will for you to be blind. He wants you to see. Okay? Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 
I read from verse 12, it says, Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech, unlike Moses who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, but their minds were blinded. Hello. Their minds were blinded. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. So what is he saying here? The, the Israelites, during the time of Moses, you remember when Moses came down from the mountain and his face was, was glowing, right? They couldn't look at his face. Then they put a veil to cover it. And the Bible is saying that even right now, that you know, their mind is veiled. So the mind can be veiled. We can walk with God and not see. Imagine a veil over your face. Everywhere you go, every time you're driving and you have this veil over your face. Huh? Won't you make some mistakes? Even if you can see through that veil, you will make mistakes. Correct? Yeah, you'll make some mistakes. So imagine people all their life have a veil. Now, it says that the entire nation, the reason why the Jewish nation today don't receive Jesus, they don't, they don't, they, it's because of the veil. If you read Romans chapter 9, it talks about that. There's a veil over their face. So they can't see that the Messiah has come and gone. If you go to Jerusalem, to the old city, they, 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 there's, the, there's a wailing wall there. You go at that wall, they're praying every day, asking for the Messiah to come. <laughs> but he has come and gone. I'm telling you, you will see them on a daily basis. Hmm? What an incredible sight. Because that wall, that's a wall, that's, a, that's what is remaining of the ancient temple. So they're going there. That's what is remaining. And they feel, no, God will answer us here. And they say, they're praying. You go there, you stand there, and you pray. Then they put, they have their prayer requests. I even went, I put my prayer requests in that wall. You know, it's, you, you see them praying there. But the main prayer is for the Messiah to come. But he has come. And gone. But the veil. So you see how people can miss their visitation when there is a veil. When there is a veil, when people cannot see, when people are blind, they can miss God. Huh? The Lord can walk into this place now. And because of a veil, we don't, we don't, we're not aware. Can you see that? Do you know how many times we have missed God because we can't see? We can't see. And we are not even, we're not even desirous that the veil be taken away. Huh? May the Lord remove every veil over your mind. Look at verse 15. He says, but even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil is on their heart. Can you see? In other words, when he says, when Moses is read, in other words, when, it, when the law, when the Torah is read, 
Huh? When the five books of Moses, Genesis to, um, to Deuteronomy, when it is read to them, they read it today, but there's a veil. So you see, one of the, one of the, one of the tricks of the enemy is to, is to get you religiously active, but spiritually blind. Huh? What did I say? One of the tricks of the enemy is to get you religiously active but spiritually blind. You can tweet that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't, you, don't want, you don't want to be religiously active and then spiritually blind. Veil over you. You're saying all the amens at the right place. Huh? Lift your hand up at the right time. Come on. Shout hallelujah. Huh? But then you can't see. May God deliver us from spiritual blindness. May every veil be removed. So it's a fight. It's a fight. But look at how do you remove this veil? Verse, verse 16. It says, Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Can you see? When you turn to the Lord, not just to religion, you turn to the Lord, away from religion, to the Lord Himself. That's how to get rid of the veil. The veil is taken away, sight comes. Let's read the next verse. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Come on, verse 18. But we all with unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror of the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Can you see why Satan doesn't want you to see? Because he knows when you see, you'll be transformed. Yeah. You'll be changed. You need to see his glory. You need to see his glory. You need to pray like Moses. Show me your glory. That's the title of Pastor Sam's TV program. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. There's a song we used to sing. Show us your glory once more. Show us your glory once more. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing. Show us your glory once more. Hallelujah. We need to see his glory. We need the veil to be removed. We need to, with an unveiled face, behold us in the mirror. Huh? The glory of the Lord. So, in other words, even when, if the Lord should walk into this place and you are looking at him, if, there is, if the veil is still there, you won't be transformed. Can you see? 
Yeah, that's what it means. So you, for you to be transformed, the veil has to be removed. So that when you see, you become like what you are seeing. And that's why Satan does not want us to see. It's a fight. He's fighting against your vision, I'm telling you. And when I say vision, it's not just a fabrication of your, your mind. I'm talking about what God is showing. Are you going to fight? Are you going to fight to see? Let's go to the book of Daniel. You remember Daniel? He fasted. Hmm? In Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1, he says, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the lineage of the Medes, who was made king over the realm of the, realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of the days specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in desolation of Jerusalem. Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. You see, so what's happening here? Daniel, Daniel is reading the scriptures. He's reading the book of Jeremiah. Now he knows that they are in captivity. Remember, they're in Babylon. They've been in Babylon for years, for decades. And Daniel sees that, he's, as he's reading, he sees that in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah prophesied that they'll be in captivity for 70 years. Okay? So it's almost 70 years. And as he's reading, he sees, wow, this is what the word of the Lord says. Then he now begins, he begins to pray. Hmm? He begins to seek God in prayer, uh, in fasting, in sackcloth and ashes. <laughs> we will be fasting <laughs> from next week. I pray that you will make this part of your prayer for your eyes to be opened, for the veil to be removed. Are you getting me? Yes. So he began to seek God. And as he began to seek God, he, he, I mean, if you read down, you'll see the prayer. He was confessing. He was repenting on behalf of the people for all the things that they've gone through as a nation, their rebellion, their disobedience, and all of that. He identified himself with all of that, and he was repenting. Huh? Then look at, let's skip to verse 20. Verse 20, he says, Now, while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of God, yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in a vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering 
And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I have now come forth to give you what? Skill to understand. Now he says, at the beginning of your supplications, the command went out and I have come to tell you. For you are greatly beloved. Therefore consider the matter and understand the vision. Hallelujah. So Daniel is praying. He's seeking God. What is he seeking God for? He sees that he reads the word. Many of us read the word, but it doesn't provoke us to seek God. Huh? We just, we just read it and we shake our heads. Wow, yeah, okay, I see. Well, you, what you don't know is that you don't see. What you see is supposed to lead you to seek for more sight. <laughs> For more understanding. But no, we, we, we're just satisfied with some intellectual knowledge. Is that not so? Well, maybe for you it's not like that. For most people it's like that. Hmm? So, Daniel, he was, he was seeking God. I mean, he read, he saw from the word of God, and then he began to pray, and he began to, he began to fast. This guy gave himself to prayer and fasting. You read the, the, uh, the, the, the book of Daniel. You see this guy. I mean, he was seeking God for understanding. And do you know what? The prince of Persia. The angel was sent to, give, to bring understanding to Daniel. Okay? Satan stopped him. Now, he didn't pray for... Uh, a Rolls Royce. It wasn't a prayer for Rolls Royce. It wasn't a prayer for a mansion. It wasn't a prayer for, you know, he wasn't even praying for a miracle. He was just praying for understanding. And yet, the prince of Persia, for 21 days, stopped the angel and said, you are not going. You are not going. Why? Because Daniel wanted sight. And Satan did not want him to have sight. Are you getting my point? So he will fight and hinder you from receiving understanding. He doesn't mind. Okay, Daniel, you can be praying, you can be fasting and all of that. But don't ask for sight. Yeah. Don't ask for understanding. Why, would you, why, should, why do you want to understand? Let the will of God. If it's God's will, it will happen. Hmm? If it's God's will, it will happen. Why, why do you have to keep praying, praying, praying for, for insight? Why do you pray for, for, for understanding? So, for 21 days, the angel was delayed. And all he was bringing was understanding. What does that tell you? Understanding is dangerous. Are you getting the point? It's dangerous when you understand what God wants you to understand. It's dangerous when you see what you are supposed to see. 
It's dangerous. But if it's just activity, just mere activity, he doesn't mind. So long as you, the veil is there, just keep it up. You are not a threat. But you become a threat when you start understanding some things. When you start seeing some things. When you start seeing some visions. I'm telling you, you become a threat. You become a threat when you start seeing, having insight into the purposes of God. When you start seeing the strategies of the enemy. When you start seeing what the enemy is planning to do. You become a target. You become dangerous. When you, when you don't see anything... It's okay. This one is armed but blind. Huh? A blind man with an AK-47. You just put him to face a direction. He keeps shooting until the bullets are finished. But somebody that can see, oh my goodness, that is more dangerous. Armed with vision. Armed and have sight. Are you following the point? Yeah. You follow me closely. We're going to pray. And I'm praying that the Lord will give us sight. This is one of the prayers I like to pray for myself. And sometimes I pray it for you. That the, God, the Lord will open your eyes. That you will see. You will see. There are sometimes I am amazed. And I, I, find, I, I, I found this to be very common in my experience as a pastor. You know, I can say something again and again and again and again and again and again. I say it this way. I say it this way. I say it this year. I say it next year. I say it this month. I say it after a few months. And then one day, it's just, Hey! This is powerful. And I'm just laughing. I've been saying the same thing for a long time. Huh? Yes. But the veil just came off. Yeah. It's abs it's, it happens so much. But I understand what is going on. Yeah. Because people can hear. But they might not see. And until you see here, there is no power. Do you get the point? Yeah. Hearing is not enough. Seeing here, that's where the power is. That's where the power and the word is. Hmm? And that's why um, Paul prayed for the Ephesian church. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. We prayed this when we were fasting in January. Um, earlier, <laughs> we're still in, oh, we're in Feb now, yeah. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 1. He says, in verse, uh, from verse 15, he says, I therefore also, after I heard your faith, heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Okay? This is Paul praying for the church. And what is the prayer he's praying? He says, 
that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Do you understand what this means? This is a, this is a prayer for spiritual sight. This is a prayer for the veil to be removed. So he's praying for them to, Lord, oh Father, the God, you are the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Father of glory. I pray that you may grant to these people, the church of Ephesus, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Okay? Let the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. Hallelujah. This is a powerful prayer. You need to be praying this prayer. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. That the eyes of your heart will be filled with light. That your spiritual eyes will open. That's what he's praying here. Hmm? When it is enlightened, they will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the same? There are, there's a lot of riches. But you can't access them because you're blind. You're blind. Many of us think we can see, but honestly, we are blind. One of the things I discovered in my walk with God is that even when God is showing you things, listen, even if you have an open vision, okay? There's, what, there's, there's, a, there's a level of vision that is known as open vision. An open vision is a vision where you're looking with your eyes. Your eyes are wide open and you are seeing into the spirit at the same time. So you are seeing the natural and the spirit at the same time. That's an open vision, okay? So even if you are seeing an open vision, do you know what? You're only seeing a little bit. So in other words, there are other realities in the spirit that are not, that you are not seeing. <laughs> are you getting my point? Does it make sense? Yeah. So in other words, you, we can be here now and as we are, well, well, uh, fellowshipping, You can just be looking, and all of a sudden, you see Jesus walking here. But you know that you see Jesus walking. You might see him alone, but he's not alone. You are only seeing him, but there are other realities that are not open to you. Just what God is opening up to you, is what you are seeing. So if you get stuck with that and you think that is all, you miss the other aspect that are yet to be revealed. Are you getting the point? So what I'm saying is that even if you are able to see, there is more you are not seeing that you can see. Okay? Yeah. So, you can see. And I know 
There is a degree of understanding you have. There is a degree of sight you have. But I want you to fight for more. Yeah. Fight for more. I believe that there are things you see. That's why you are even sitting here. What, are, what, is, what is making you wake up so early to come here at this time? It's because there is something. But not everybody can see it. Nobody can see the value of this. <laughs> are you getting the point? Yeah. And some, okay, for some other reasons. But there are some, it's just that they can't see. Huh? Oh, why? Why do we have to? Why do we have to pray early in the morning? Why can't we pray in the evening? There are things that will open in the evening. There are things that open in the morning. <laughs> if you understand the spirit, there's, there's so much in the Bible that we cannot see yet. But we don't realize that we need to see. So we don't even ask. We don't even fight for it. We don't seek it. We don't knock for it. Because we don't even know that we're blind. Jesus said to the Pharisees, he says, you are blind. But they said, no, we're not blind. They said, no, you're blind, but you don't know. The blind man that was healed physically, his eyes opened physically, but they, their eyes were open physically, but spiritually blind. And he called them blind leading the blind. So, may God deliver us from spiritual blindness. That's the worst kind of blindness that anybody can have, is spiritual blindness. Your eyes, you can see but what about the eyes of your heart? Huh? What about the eyes of your heart? I pray that the Lord of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened. The eyes of your understanding might be enlightened. I want us to pray this prayer. In the light of what I've shared, I want you to pray. Say, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Huh? Let it be enlightened. Let's read that in the Amplified. Just verse 18. Hmm? Verse 18. It says, By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. Can you see? So that means there are people's, heart, uh, people's hearts that their eyes and they, there's no light. It's dark. It's dark. Let it be flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. Can you see? So that you can know. Because if there's no light, there are things you cannot know. Remember the fight for Daniel was fight for understanding. Satan didn't want him to know certain things. He read and he saw that, oh, it's almost time for the captivity to end. So he began to seek God in prayer. God dispatches an angel and the prince of Persia 
states to the angel, you are not going. Why do you have to take this understanding to, to Daniel? Leave him alone. For three weeks, 21 days. So if that, if that information or that understanding or that revelation was not necessary, why would the angel of, de uh, of darkness, the angel of Satan, the prince of Persia, withstand angel Gabriel? So much that Michael has to be dispatched to come and help him. And that's how come he had a breakthrough to get to Daniel. So do you think, if it happened to Daniel, do you think there are things today that Satan doesn't want you to understand? I believe so. I believe so. That's why we need to pray this prayer. Yes? Your eyes, the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. His set-apart ones. There is an inheritance that God has in you. But only if your eyes are open. You need to fight for sight. The fight for sight is a fight for dominance. <laughs> because there are things you, when you begin to see some things, you begin to dominate. You begin to rule. Hallelujah. You begin to subdue the enemy. Because then when he's trying to move, you say, hey, I can see you, I can see you. Stop it, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. But if you can't see, he knows when he comes, he will test and see. Oh. There are many things that can block our eyes from seeing. But it starts from the heart. That's why you need to be careful what you, meant you accommodate in your heart. It is blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So what, what, what has the heart got to do with seeing? Everything. <laughs> it has everything to do with seeing. If you harbor bitterness, it will block your eyes. If you harbor unforgiveness, it will block your eyes. Do you understand me? If you harbor fear, it will block your eyes from seeing. Be careful what you accommodate. So let's pray. Let's pray this prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. Come on, begin to talk to the Lord. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will grant unto us, grant unto us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Grant unto us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Lord, I pray, oh my God, for the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, the spirit that uncovers, the, 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 the spirit that reveals. Oh my God, the spirit of wisdom. Oh my God, I ask that you would release that in our lives. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. I pray, oh God, 
that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. My Lord and my God, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, wisdom and revelation, let it be released. In the name of Jesus, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I pray, O oh Father, for your people. I pray, O oh Father, for every one of us, O oh God, that you will grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. O oh God, remove every veil from our eyes in the name of Jesus. Lord, we don't want to be caught in religious activity without sight. We don't want to be caught in activity, spiritual activity without vision. My Lord and my God, I pray, O oh Father, I pray, O oh Lord God, O oh my Father, that you will open our eyes, open the eyes of our hearts. Let our hearts, O oh Father, be flooded with light. Let our hearts be flooded with light in the name of Jesus. Lord my God, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, my Lord oh my Lord, let there be, let there be revelation, let there be revelation. I pray, O God, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray, O oh God, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. O oh my God, O oh my Lord and my God, grant unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Grant unto me, Father, O oh, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Grant unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let the eyes of my heart be flooded with light. Oh my Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus. Yeah, my Lord, I contend for sight. I contend for sight. I contend for re revelation. I contend, O oh God. Mm. Lay My Lord, I want to see. Open the eyes of my heart. 
open the eyes of my heart, my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. Yendele miskolo bustaha, lendele belelebe, ko yala ba 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 Mandele be zula ba 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 Mandele be zula ba ha Yandala ba lele be zolobos Lele be sele be zolobos kere be dere be dere be Lele be zundala ba 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 Tendele be lele be lele be Mende ke tus keni menos to sula ba 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 Mighty God We ask for revelation we ask oh god for the eyes of our heart to be enlightened let there be enlightenment let there be vision let there be sight let there be understanding oh my father in the name of jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you awake? Amen. Hallelujah. You see, Daniel was reading the word of God. He saw something. Even for him to, to, for him to respond the way he did is because he saw something. Am I correct? Yeah, he, he read. Many other people have been reading the same scriptures. How come nobody responded the way Daniel responded? Because Daniel saw something. Many times we see things in the word of God. But we don't, we don't do something about it. I, I want us to pray. Lord, let your word move me. Let your word move me. We are reading through the Bible. I hope you are faithful with your reading. <laughs> okay, some people are not. They're just looking. <laughs> Get back on the train. Okay, read, read, read. Something will be happening to you by the end of this year. Some veils will be off. Some scales will fall off. Some people, they are, the, the enemy uses veils to block their eyes. There are some, it is scales he uses. Scales. Yeah, but all of that will be removed from your heart. And you will see, you begin to see clearly. Amen? But I want us to pray, Lord, the same kind of attitude Daniel had towards your word. I want to have that. I want to be like that. Now, when I read the Word of God, the Word of God will stir me up to pray. It will not just be, wow, good information. No, 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 no. Let it move you to pray. Come on, pray. Ask. Ask for that. Father, I ask that you will give us. You give us the same kind of attitude that Daniel had. Lord, that as we're reading through the Bible, let your word begin to stir us up. Cause us to be responsive to your word. We want to be responsive to your word. My Lord and my God. 
Help me to be responsive to your word. In the name of Jesus. Help me to be responsive to your word. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. I glorify you. Oh, my Lord and my God. Hallelujah. Mighty God. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know what I'm believing God for you? That sometime you'll be reading the word of God. God will send an angel to give you understanding. If it's happened to Daniel, it can happen to you, right? Ha, wouldn't it be nice? You're reading the book of Daniel. Then Daniel walks into your room. And say, do you understand what you're reading? Can I explain that to you? Hi! When, when your eyes are open, there's no limit. It is possible. Yeah. When you're reading Daniel, or when you are reading, when you are reading Deuteronomy, huh? or now we're doing Exodus, well, so you're reading Exodus, wouldn't it be nice if Moses just walks in? possible Lord my God I ask that you will open this realm open this realm for us in the name of Jesus where we will receive divine insights Lord oh father as we go into your word as we as we as we read through your word Lord my God let there be encounters in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it be encounters. Hallelujah. Remove the veils. Oh God. Usher us into that realm. Where we can commune with the saints. Oh God. Where we can commune with the patriarchs. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You know what happens to Pastor Sam sometimes when he's studying? The Holy Spirit comes. And he stands behind him. And he leans over him. And explains to him what he's reading. Wouldn't you like that? Lord, let it be released in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that we will not read your word with the wisdom of men. Not just with the wisdom of men. Open to us that realm. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh my Lord and my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you Father. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. We want to behold with unveiled face. Hallelujah. And be transformed. In Jesus name. Amen. How many people will commit to fight for sight? Yes. Vital. It's one of the keys. 
for the days we are living in. Amen. Hallelujah. We've come to the end of our service. I want to pray and I want to release and activate spiritual vision and sight. Lord, let there be an activation right now. Whatever it will take to open, open the eyes, open the heart, remove the veil. I command veils to be removed. In the name of Jesus, I command scales to fall off. In the name of Jesus, everything that hinders you from seeing what you are supposed to see, I command to be removed from your life, to be removed from your heart, to be removed from your spiritual eyes. In the name of Jesus, receive vision. Receive the gift of sight. In the name of Jesus, receive the gift of sight. In the name of Jesus, the opening of the eyes. Oh, my Lord and my God. The opening of the ears. Oh, my Lord and my God. The impartation of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Receive the spirit of wisdom. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Receive the spirit of revelation. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody here. You used to experience. You used to experience. You used to experience visions. And it stopped. And the Lord says, because of your heart. You need to stop harboring some of the things you harbor in your heart. That's what blocked you. You would have gone far by now. So receive this word in the name of Jesus. Protect your heart. Protect your heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I pray for more grace. I pray for increase in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.